Several years ago, the late 1980s, I was sitting in my college apartment, and I remember being very, very afraid. My apartment was near this railroad yard, and when train cars get put together, it makes a lot of noise. So in the middle of the night, 3 o'clock in the morning, they're out there backing up trains, pulling them forward. When they would smack together, it would just create this shake and this noise, and you'd sit straight up in bed and think, you know, it's time. You know, <laughs> My time's come, the house is shaking, you know, and I was not living the way I should have been living. In fact, one night I sat there in the dark after being awoken by that, and I was scared, and I was lonely, and I, I didn't know why, and I didn't know what to do next. And I thought about my future, and I didn't even know what it was going to be, and I was scared to death. I was afraid. So I got up out of bed that night, and I wrote on a piece of paper, some of my thoughts, and I wish I still had it, but I don't. But I, I wrote down something like this. I'm afraid. I don't know what the future looks like. I know I'm not living the way I should live. I know I'm doing things that I'm, I'm not proud of and that I shouldn't be doing, and I need help. See, I was, I was living in the darkness, and I wrote that letter. I didn't know who I was, who I was writing to or why, But still, I had to get it out. I had to talk about my life that was being lived in the dark. And then somehow, this managed to be in my apartment. And this is the actual one. It's an old King James red letter Bible. I don't know where it came from. And and I'd never really read it all that much or cared to know what it said. And I opened it up, and right in the front... Right in the front, it's got Psalm 119, verse 105. In King James English, it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And opening this book, which led to several weeks later giving my life to Christ, started my journey out of the darkness and into the light. And some of you walked in here today living your life right here in the dark. Going through your marriage in the dark. Being single and wondering, is a mate ever going to come my way? And, and your relationships are in the dark. You don't know what's going on with your career, and it's in the dark. Maybe you're dealing with a health issue or a grief issue, and you're living in the dark emotionally, financially, physically, relationally, some people just live their lives here. And they make moral choices that put them in the dark. But that's not the way life was intended to be lived. That's not the way God wants people to live their lives. A lot of people live right here. But there's another type of person that came in here today... And that's the person that lives here in the light. And you know, people that live in the light live a different kind of life. The things that bother people in the dark don't seem to bother people that live in the light. The things that get you down over here, the things that scare you over here, don't seem the same 
when you live in the light. Living in the light doesn't mean you don't make mistakes. It doesn't mean you don't goof up. It doesn't mean you don't blow it every now and then. But it's just the reaction to when those things happen that's different for people who live in the light. People who live, who go through their marriage in the light, when it comes to conflict, they're not so much concerned about being right as they are about getting it fixed, getting things better. People who live in the light work hard, but work doesn't rule their life. People who live in the light make mistakes, but they don't let those mistakes follow them around for the rest of their lives. They get past it. They get over it. People who live in the light think about the future and plan for the future, but fear of what might happen in the future doesn't rule people who live in the light. People who live in the light have figured out the difference between the urgent and the important. And when people who live in the light mess up, it just rolls off of them. People who live in the light have their relationships in balance. They have their finances in balance. And even when they mess up and those things get out of balance, they know where to go to get help. That's the beauty of the Christmas story. The Christmas story is about the light from heaven coming down to earth. God is who created light. Remember, God's the big clapper. He turned it all on. He started light. He thought it up. It was his idea. And ever since God said, let there be light, and light came into the world, he's been chasing away darkness ever since. So darkness that's in the world, he chases it away. Darkness that's in your life, God wants to chase that away. And that's the beauty of the Christmas story because it's the story of the light from heaven, the light that said, let there be light, bringing that light down to earth so we don't have to live here. We don't have to live in darkness. We don't have to live being afraid of the future. We don't have to live being wondering how we're going to get through the next conflict. We don't have to live that way because God sent Jesus Christ to earth in the form of a baby so we don't have to live in darkness. And that's the ultimate gift of light that could ever be given. Christ came so we don't have to live over there. So it's tragic when people choose to live their lives here when all they have to do is navigate their way to the light. When Jesus grew up, and began his ministry, he said this in John 8, verse 12. I'm the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't be stumbling around in the darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. So if you're in the dark today, Jesus said, if you follow me, you don't have to stumble around. You don't have to knock things over. You don't have to hit your shins on things. You can live in the light. And that's why he came. So none of us have to live there. What Jesus is saying is, I can fix you. I can fix your life to where it doesn't have to be lived in the dark. I can fix your life so you're living in the light. And there's a way out. There's a way to navigate. If you're over here, there's a way to navigate from here to there. You know, a new invention has come along in the past several years, and that's this. Hasn't this changed the way we live? If you have one, I don't have one, by the way, hint, hint, honey. I don't have one. Doesn't this stop a lot of arguments? And this is a GPS, by the way. Global positioning system, right? 
Have one of these in your car. You'll never get lost as long as the address is in here. You'll never get lost. No more arguments. Does anybody argue when you're lost? Husbands and wives in the car. People raising hands. Absolutely. This global positioning system keeps that from happening. You don't have to argue about where you're going or how to get or left turn or right turn or, hey, I saw it back there. No, I know how to know a shortcut. You don't have to worry about shortcuts. You've got one of these and you know. These will help us navigate through places we've never been before. And it'll help us get there quicker and easier. God provided a GPS of his own to three guys in the Christmas story. Not a global positioning system, but a global positioning star in the sky for the three wise men, the magi, the royal astronomers who were looking into the sky, looking looking for fulfillment of this prophecy about the Christ child. And they were looking into the sky and they figured out it's this star and they started to follow it. And they made thousands of miles of journeys just to find Christ. And the whole time they were fixed on the light, the navigation that God provided in the sky. So finally, the three wise men show up in Jerusalem after following this star for thousands of miles and they run in to a pretty bad guy. His name was Herod. So he starts to ask him what they're doing, and they end up saying this in Matthew 2, verse 2. We saw his star in the east, and we've come to worship him. These three wise men saw the star, the way way God was going to help them navigate their way to Christ, and they said, we've come to worship this king. Because they had read the prophecies, and they knew he was there. And this story tells me that every time anybody is seeking after God, He will provide a way. So if you're in the dark and you're thinking, how can I get into the light? God will provide a way. Anybody that seeks Him with an open heart, they, He will light their way. They'll find their way to Christ. In the Christmas story, light was used in a lot of different ways. Light was used to talk about what Jesus would be to the world. Light was used in the, in the field when the angels appeared to the shepherds and it's big light and they, they knew now that Jesus was coming and now here's light in the sky that's providing navigation for these three astronomers to go and find Christ. And God provided a literal light to them. But he also provided figuratively a light for us so we don't have to live in the darkness. That's why Jesus Christ came, is so mankind doesn't have to live in the darkness. So you, today, don't have to live in the darkness. So how do we do it? How do we navigate from here? If, if you walked in today and you're in the darkness, how do we navigate from here over to here? To where we're living our life in the light. How do we navigate so we're not always stumbling around in the darkness? One way is by reading, studying, meditating on what I just shared with you I did when I was looking for some guidance, what you just got in your hand if you don't have one, and that's God's Word. God's Word provides navigation, provides a light, provides a way for us to move from darkness into light. This book is powerful. And reading it and meditating on it will make a difference in your life. 
the Old Testament, there was a king. His name was David. And David lived his life in the light. But he went and visited the darkness a lot. And he made some big, big mistakes. And he blew it. And he had all this stuff going for him, but he messed up. But still, he knew how to navigate his way out of the darkness that he allowed himself to get in back into the light. And he had to deal with some rough consequences along the way, but he knew how to get back. And he's the one that wrote the passage I read from the front of this Bible, Psalm 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and your word lights my path. So how does it work? How does, how does this book full of words light our path? Well, these aren't just words. These are words written down by people who had the Holy Spirit inside them, who were writing as God prompted them to write. And it's all right here for us to read about and to study and to meditate. And these words in here will help you move from darkness into light. Just like they lit David's path, God's word will light your path. The Bible says about itself in Hebrews 4 verse 12, For the word of God is full of living power. It's sharper than the sharpest knife, cutting deep into our inmost thoughts and desires. It exposes us for what we really are. I've never met a person who was really into God's word, really into scripture, really into studying and meditating on it. And applying it to their lives. I've never met a person that did that and yet lived their life in darkness. Those things don't go together. So God's word, scripture, will help you move and help you navigate from darkness into light. No matter what you're going through. Whether you're in the darkness because of something you did or because of circumstance you found yourself in. God's word will help you move out of it. Another thing that can help us move from darkness into light is Partly what we're doing right here, worship, worshiping God, praying. Those things can help you move from darkness to light. Not just an hour here on Sunday, but life. Worship is simply giving attention to God. And you can give attention to God 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can worship God all the time. And prayer is communicating with God. You can pray to God all the time. Psalm 77 verse 12 says this, I meditate on all your works and consider all your mighty deeds. Worship, connecting with God, will help us move from the dark into the light. Another thing that will help us navigate our way through the darkness is relationships. Having the right people in your life can help you navigate from there to here. That's why we talk so much at LifePoint about getting in a group. And if you're in a group and you're in meaningful relationships where you can talk to somebody and say, hey, I'm stuck in the dark. I'm over here. I'm dealing with some difficult things in my life. I'm making some bad decisions. If you're in a relationship where you can do that, it will accelerate your journey into the light. But if you're all alone and you're in the dark and you're trying to deal with that stuff all by yourself, it's going to be a long, hard journey getting into the light. And God created us to be with other people. God's the one who said it's not good for people to be alone. 
Guys, I know, you know, I talked about directions a minute ago. Isn't it tough to ask for directions, guys? Isn't it difficult when, when you're driving along, you know you're lost, you don't want your wife to know you're lost, so you're not going to stop and ask for directions, so you go way out of the way. Does anybody do that besides me? Am I the only one? Sure we do, because we don't want to ask for directions, because when we have to ask for help, it means we're weak. We're less of a man because we couldn't find our way from point A to point B, right? Asking for help never shows weakness. So if you have found yourself here crying out and saying, help me, never means you're weak. Crying out to somebody else and saying, I need help with this, that doesn't mean you're weak. It means you want to move from being here to being here where God wants every person to live in the light. And relationships will move you from there to here. In my life, when I was living there, and I think back, how did I get from there to here? One of the key things were relationships. People that came into my life to hold my hand, hold me accountable, and help me in my journey so I wouldn't stumble into the light. For the three wise men, God provided in the sky a star to help them navigate their way through the darkness to the light of the world, which was Jesus Christ. And no matter where you are today, no matter what you're going through, no matter how bad the job situation looks, no matter how bad the marriage seems to feel, no matter how unsure you are about your future, no matter how much the relationships are just messing up or not going where you thought they would go, no matter how your health is, no matter what you're dealing with in your life, God provides a light. So if you found yourself lately in the dark, as a lot of people do during the holidays, they find themselves lonely, wondering if they're ever going to have anybody else, wondering if their relationships are ever going to be more meaningful, God will provide a way out through, through prayer, through worship, through relationships, through getting more into His Word and learning what His will is for your life. God wants to help you navigate. Like Jesus said, you don't have to stumble around in the darkness. And I know that people walked in here today stumbling around in the darkness. And Jesus says, you don't have to live like that. You're here for a reason. You didn't just wake up and did anybody just go, hey, how did I get a church? <laughs> how did that happen? Nobody did that. You're here for a reason. Something drew you here. Maybe it's a habit. Maybe it's the person sitting next to you that said, hey, won't you come go to church with me today? Maybe you saw the sign. Maybe you saw the website. Maybe some other way. You heard somebody talking about it, but you're here for a reason. Don't take that lightly. God draws people into the light. And when I first started talking about darkness and light, you immediately knew where you were. You know if you're sitting in the darkness. You know if you're in the light. You can make the decision today to move from there to here. And for people that are in the light today, my encouragement to you is reach out your hand to somebody that's in the dark and help them navigate their way through the darkness into the light. Everybody here can think of one person that's going through a difficult time or that has, that's got emotional needs that you can reach out and say, let me help you out of the dark into the light. And then you can be the light. You can be what God uses to help somebody navigate from the darkness to the light. And may this holiday season for you be the one where you move from being in the dark to enjoying the light 
that Jesus Christ says he will give you that keeps you from stumbling around in the darkness.